want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. Uh, my name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour, um, signing schedule, all that kind of good stuff. I always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today we have Benjamin Inman on the line. He is the managing member of Inman Equities, LLC. Uh, Benjamin, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me. All right, Ben. So you have a huge amount of experience, and you've done some high dollars um, business in uh, in real estate. And I want to get into that, and, and and also get your views on some things with real estate. But before we do that, um, let's just get into your background. Uh, so how did you get started as an entrepreneur in business? Yeah. So it's you know kind of interesting. So I've always had a a, a really uh, big driving motivator for me, and that's just to to really leave no stone unturned, right? So for me, you know, I started reading Entrepreneur Magazine and Inc. Magazine back when I was in high school. Um, and, you know, fast forward to spring break of my senior year in high school, uh, Panama City Beach sitting in a in a hotel room with, you know, a bunch of my friends, and up pops the Carlton Sheets uh, infomercial. Uh, so I'm quickly jotting down, you know, the, that 1-800 number that, that was, you know, prevalent back then. And, um and my friends are making fun of me about, you know, oh, you're trying to do this get-rich-quick scheme. And, you know, so anyways, I wrote down the number, ordered the program. That was really my first, you know, foray into real estate, per se. Um, and then, you know, from there, you know, when, uh, I was just so desperate to get into the industry. So my dad was uh, really good at architecture and, and drawings and stuff. So I actually picked up a lot from him. So I went into landscape architecture just just to find a way to get my foot in the door. So I like to tell people I, I literally started in real estate from the ground up. Um, yeah. So, so I started doing you know, a lot of large landscape architecture, single-family homes, and then I took a position with a, a large developer down in Miami. Um, it ended up, ended up being a 300-employee company, and I only reported directly to the CEO. So he and I communicated a lot um, because his main interest was landscaping. Uh, he just happened to be an investor in the multifamily. So, you know, he was really became my first mentor. So I learned and gained everything that I possibly could uh, while working for this, this company. Uh, had a great experience, um, you know, and that just, you know, really is what skyrocketed my, my learning, if you will. Um, and then, you know, from there, uh, you know, went and got my real estate license, um, became an analyst over at Market and Millichap for a short period. And then from there, um, I was introduced to a guy named Greg Cardone, which many people know, uh, to go run his real estate company down in Miami. So I moved back to Miami uh, after I had a couple meetings with him, a couple interviews. Uh, things went very well. Uh, ended up being with him for a while. Um, you know, ran his whole real estate company, has, you know, oversaw his acquisitions, dispositions, portfolio management, uh, and then helped. At the time, the company was called Cardone Acquisitions. And then, you know, we really encouraged Grant to leverage his fan base and raise capital. And so we started syndicating, and that's what birthed what he's promoted today is Cardinal Capital. I helped him start that. All right, Ben. So I want to switch it up a bit. Let's um, let's talk a little bit more about what you're doing over at Inman Equities, LLC. So 
Um, what kind of clients are you helping and what are you helping them do? Yeah, so good question. So there's really two sides of what we do here. Uh, we, we buy institutional size property, and all the properties, by the way, that we buy are all multifamily properties, uh, mainly throughout the southeast. So uh, Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga, Atlanta, throughout the Carolinas, and we're looking at making you know, our way back into Florida because I have a lot of transaction history down there, but we don't currently have anything there yet, but we're moving back into that market. But for us, uh, with its institutional size, deals, you know, we'll, we'll bring in, you know, large LP partners to acquire those deals with. And on the smaller stuff, uh, we do syndications. So, you know, just because those deals typically fall below the, the, the minimum check size requirement for a lot of LPs um, on the, from the LP institutional partner standpoint. So what we do is we raise friends and family equity um, for both accredited and, and non-accredited investors. Uh, they come into our deals, whether it's $25,000, dollars $100,000 chunks, it's really up to us to whatever that minimum is. Uh, we pay APREF. We, you know, promote an 18% targeted IRR. Most of our deals pencil better than that. I mean, most of them pencil into to 23, 22 and 23% annualized IRR, but we don't tell people that. We, we promote 18 because I'd rather tell them 18 and we'll give them 20 or 22 versus tell them 22 and then end up giving them 18. Right, and so uh, another thing that we do that's a little bit different is we pay our distributions out monthly. Um, and, and look, it's not that these guys need their money back faster, and, and it's women because we've got men and women that, that invest with us. Um, you know, to, for them to get their monthly distributions, it's more of a reminder that their capital is actually working for them. So, for instance, there, there's one one gentleman down in Palm Beach that invests a lot of equity in every deal that I buy. He sold a big beverage company for a couple hundred million dollars. So it's not that he needs the money back. It's a reminder that his money is actually working. So he don't even read the reports that we send to him monthly. It's just him having that check in the mail every single month. That's all he cares about. And he raves about you know, just how, how amazing it is and how he don't, he don't have time to read reports. He don't want to read it. The only report he needs is to see that distribution check every single month. So that's one of the things that sets us apart. Um, and investors love it. We've got a lot of repeat investors. Uh, most everybody that invests with us comes back for the, for the next property, the next property, the next property. So, you know, today we're up to 1,500 units uh, throughout the southeast. It's about $130, $135 million in assets under management. And, you know, we've got a full pipeline. So we're still pushing. Um, I'm very hands-on. I don't just invest in deals and, you know, walk away and let the management company send me a check. We're extremely active. Um, I put money, personal money, into every deal that I buy. Um, you know, did not start out that way, you know. Uh, but, you know, now in every deal that I buy, uh, you know, I put, I do put capital in. But I will say this, going back to the whole Carlson Sheets thing with no money down, you know, that that's, can be – mislabeled in a lot of different ways, right? There's no such thing as no money down. It's got to be somebody's money. It don't have to be your money, but it's got to be somebody's money, right? And mm -hmm. so the very, the very first deal that I bought was a 50-unit property in Atlanta, and we raised 100% of the capital on that just because I was accustomed to putting in 10% uh, for other investors. And then I had a partner in this deal that said, no, look, we, you know, we, we're going to raise all the money. I'm like, you know what, let's, let's go for the ride. I want, I want to see how real this is. And I will tell you, it happens. I mean, we literally bought my first deal with zero money in the deal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a great story. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Now, fast forward to today, 
I invest in every deal that I buy because, look, I've got money to put to work too, right? And so, I, but and a lot of the deals I invest in, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the GP, but I also put capital on the LP side. And a lot of investors like that because my money is sitting next to theirs. No, that's awesome. Um, so if somebody's listening to this and they're, you know, they're thinking about, you know, multifamily, some of the benefits versus um, other types of real estate investing, um, what kind of things would you tell them are benefits for multifamily investing? Well, I mean, look, everybody the head, right? And it's no secret that multifamily has been the darling of the industry for, you know, the past five or six years. And that's just never going to change. I mean, people have to have a roof over their head. You know, you get the tax breaks. I mean, we, we do cost segregation analysis on every property that we buy, you know, which is obviously good for us and, and all of our investors. We pass, you know, pass that through. Um, you know, so tax advantages and the fact that, you know, rents continue to climb. Because a lot of the properties that we buy are all value-add. I mean, some are, some are heavier value-add than others. Um, but, look, I mean, it, I, I've been in this game for a while, um, you know, and I'm heavily involved in, you know, not just the acquisitions but also the ongoing asset management. You know, I'm very involved in the renovation process, so I have a finger in that. Uh, and then, you know, just look, I mean, the, the, the maintenance guys, the, the leasing staff, they're going to hear from me. And everybody that, that manages any of our properties knows that they're going to hear from me. I don't just call the, you know, call the person at the top of the food chain at the management company and, you know, let things trickle down. They know that if I have a question or if a maintenance guy has a question, they can call me. I'm, you know, if, if, unless I'm sleeping at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, I'm, I'll answer the phone. That's Just awesome. because I've got investors in the deal and I've got to protect their money and my money. And, you know, I can't rely on the management company to just mail me a check. I mean, I've got to know that things are being taken care of so there are no surprises, or at least we minimize the surprises. So if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Inman Equities or to contact your company or you, what's the best route for them to get a hold of you, Ben? Yeah, so they can email me at uh, B, the letter B, and then my last name is Inman, I-N-M-A-N, at InmanEquities.com. Uh, they can go to our website at InmanEquities.com. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay with giving my cell number to people. It's 615-513-3088. Uh, reach me there. Call me. Text me anytime. And then we're on social media, so they can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, um, usually with, you know, the backslash in the equities. Uh, they'll be able to find me. We're, we're, we're pretty active on social media as well. Awesome, Ben. Well, hey, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing your background and insight. And to the uh, to the guests, the listeners, always uh, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those uh, good things we do to support so I can keep this thing going for you. Really appreciate it. And uh, Ben, thank you again for coming on the show. Appreciate it.